Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Underrated Podcast. This is a podcast where we discuss movies that we think are underrated, underappreciated, or ones that have just slipped under the radar and passed most people by. Uh, my name is Derek McDuff, and I'm here with Ariel Ortiz. Hello. And Alan Torres. Hey, what up, everybody? And together we are the Undercast Company. Today we're going to be talking about the movie Battle of the Sexes, a 2017 film loosely based on the um, sporting tennis match uh, that took place in 1973, I want to say. Um Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, and the film is directed by Valerie Ferris and Jonathan Dayton, um, and written by Simone uh, Buffoy. Uh, star and it stars Steve Carell and Emma Stone um, as Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs. Um, this mm-hmm. pick was my suggestion. Um, so uh, have you, either of you guys seen it before? No, I haven't no, really I, wanted I, I to heard, see it. Okay, yeah, I had heard of it, but that was it. Yeah, it was a movie that it did, you know, get kind of, it was promoted pretty heavily, but it kind of disappeared after it came out. Um, it didn't have a huge budget. The budget was only about um, $25 million, but it just did not do well at the box office. Only made internationally $18.6 million, so big box office bomb for this one. Uh, but I was curious what you guys thought about this movie um, on your first viewing here. You want me to go, go or you want to go? All right, I'll go. Um, yeah, uh, it was okay. Um, I didn't really enjoy it too much. I I liked the tennis aspect of it. I guess um, it just like it, and I would. But the thing with that surprised me is that I didn't feel as like like I didn't dislike steve carell's character as much as i thought i would and i i disliked more bobby king's character um just because of the whole like her having an affair with her with on her husband essentially like i understand you know you're finding yourself and stuff like that but that's still like you know you can find yourself and or you know that it's going on that road and and um kind of like you know like break up with your husband or you know tell your husband i think like in the end it said that she that he was basically kind of like acted as her beard for a couple more years and then and then um then you know when things were okay for that kind of thing um like uh, rightfully so kind of they were able to break apart um but still be friends uh so so i i enjoyed like the whole like yeah like the whole battle of the sexes and, and the fight for women's equality in tennis and and things like that, but um, just yeah, like it, it was just a, a random thing that like I wasn't expecting to basically have like um kind of sympathize a bit more with Steve Carell's character just because of like he's essentially is like a serial like gambler and and he's a uh, the kind of like more he's not as destructive because the thing is is that he always wins essentially so that's kind of like the, the, those kind of gamblers are kind of like the ones that like 
you they like he says in the gamblers anonymous of like i I win all of you guys are just losers like i win (laughs) i don't know why i'm here and stuff like that and yeah so you feel for i felt for him a little bit um billy jean like king the whole aspect like i said of like fighting for women's equality and and things like that i i you know felt was really a really good thing and and fighting for all those rights and i respect that for her but yeah just the whole cheating on your husband kind of thing didn't sit with well with me um but but yeah like it 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 because tennis is like that those that kind of of game of you know like golf where you don't really think about it but there are really actually some pretty good stories that come out of it you know and so from that aspect it was a pretty good um sports movie and historical sports movie and oh one thing that i do want to say is that that the characters that that um kind of stuck out for me in this one were the two larry's so larry king and the another Larry King, not the Larry King that you know we commonly know <laughs> of, <laughs> and oh and Larry my, oh. and Larry Riggs. Um, they are the MVPs in this movie because they are basically the the m- people that you know stuck with um, Billie Jean King and and Bobby Riggs, and essentially you know were the kind of more moral compass for the two, and like they're their confidants in a way and like are yeah like kind of like the the jiminy crickets the pinocchios the you know so i enjoyed them i was you know uh yeah that's why i i texted you guys i'm like both and both larry's are the mvps in this movie and stuff like that um so for me it was an okay movie and um if you're looking for like a a sports movie it's definitely one, yeah. You, so if you're, if you, you could put it on your roster to check out. Yeah, um, <clears throat> dude, I love this movie. I, I liked it a lot. Like, I think I'm, I think I'm secretly like a sucker for like historical sports movies, mm-hmm. and but I think they have to be competitive. Like, like, like just like Rush, that you know, another podcast that we've done before. Mm-hmm. You guys should look out for that. Um, I kind of, I'm a big fan of like you know, the whole tournament stuff and, and like, I was just really like excited. Like, like I, at first I was kind of like, all right, it's a sports movie. I kind of always going, man. And then the more I was watching it, I was like, oh man, like I was at the edge of my seat. I want to know more. I was like, dude, like everyone, the acting was great. You know, Emma, Emma Stone was amazing. Like she was a great, great actress in that. Steve Carell. I'm not a Steve Carell guy. I, I don't care for him at all. I, I know people dick ride him for the office and all that but he was surprisingly good in this too i was like damn like like and then even at the end of the movie they show like photos of of the real um bobby riggs and and billy jean king and i was like whoa like he looked exactly like him and like just his antics and everything like there's a where like instead of training he's fucking around and he's doing Mm. photo shoots Mm -hmm. and dressing up and messing around with sheep and like all that stuff and i was like like he transformed like for a moment i was like this is not steve carell like i, I thought that if anything i think this is one of his underrated performances like i thought oh, yeah. he knocked it out of the park um i do agree with ariel you know yeah the cheating stuff isn't great it's it's unfortunate but it kind of 
I don't know, something about it, like, it didn't bother me as much as, like, other films that we've reviewed before. Like, I was kind of more like, like, I don't know, like, it, it didn't bug me as much, but I, I felt horrible for, for Larry King because, like, he was just a total sweetheart. Like, mm-hmm. he was a quintessential, like, nice guy you want to, like, marry and everything. Like, he was so supportive and, like, like there was even times where I'm like, bro, just fucking yell at her. Like, fuck her. And then he's just, like, putting the ice on her knees and he's just like, all right, I'll see you later. And I was like, that actually hurts a lot more. Mm-hmm. But I was like, get it, King. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. but um, yeah, just everybody knocked out of the park. Like, it, it, I love the pacing. It wasn't, like, slow. Like, I was constantly, like, just going, like, yeah. Like, it, it, it just getting to the point. Um, yeah, and, like, I always kind of joke around with, with some of my buddies about, um, like, animes. I'm always, like, tournament arcs are the best. I love tournament arcs. Mm-hmm. An anime, mm-hmm. so as soon as they're like a tournament coming up, and I was like, "All right, I'm in. I gotta see it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I need to see. The, I need to see them go Super Saiyan or whatever in, in the tournament." But um, but yeah, man, I I I really liked it a lot. Like I was kind of like sneaking off watching it at work, and and sometimes my coworkers would be talking. And I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, dude!" Like I'm. Trying to, <laughs> I mean, I can't say I'm watching it at work, but it was great, man. Like I, I dug it a lot. The story was great. I, I don't know much about the the real people, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Billie Jean King and and uh, Bobby Riggs and all that. Like, I don't know their story, so I'm just going off of what I saw. But yeah, like the story was interesting. It, it totally grabbed me. I love the whole, you know, pushing for equality. Like all that stuff, like was great. And I love I love one of my favorite moments is when I uh, right at the end, Billy Billy Jean is uh just like kicking. Uh, Bobby Riggs ass in like the first two sets and like all the women stand up and are cheering and and they're just like yeah fuck yeah like we're getting it I was like dude that's awesome like yeah. it was I, I really dug it a lot like I don't know I, I think I secretly like sports biopics apparently but yeah man that, that's yeah. I don't know what else I could say man go watch it yeah I'm glad to hear you say that Alan because yeah I you know I definitely have the same kind of feelings about like sports biopics um and I kind of talked about this on rush too when we talked about that but i do feel like sports biopics work as opposed to a lot of other biopics like particularly music biopics because sports biopics mm-hmm. like they're telling this real story about somebody's life but it's usually just like a like it's a season or it's like a game or it's something a tur- you know a tournament so it does have like a natural arc and a natural like conclusion whereas like how it's like when it's like you know it's like the story of like ray charles or something it's just like and then ray charles lived the rest of his life you know like this has like Okay, yeah. this is the ba- story of the battle of the sexes. This event that happened, you know, Billy Riggs and um, or Bobby Riggs and Billie Jean King like came and like played each other, and like and then that's the end of the movie. That's like where there's nowhere else you can end the movie, you know. And mm-hmm. it, and I I, I you know obviously because I picked it, I I fucking love this movie. Billie Jean King is just like a hugely like inspirational figure. Um, I think like she's you know all the stuff she's done for you know like women's rights and um just end up like uh lgbtq rights and like all this stuff she's just been like a champion of the people um just like just she's so instrumental in like she i think she was like pretty much one of the first like queer major sports figures in the world um you know and and you know even to this day she like you know you have like uh uh, what's her name uh court um you know uh the australian tennis player 
Like, she actually, in real life, is a, like, she's like that. She's a shitty person, even until, like, 2017, she was super, super against, like, gay marriage and, like, same-sex marriage, and, like, she said all this fucking dumb shit about, like, apartheid being cool and stuff, like, so, like, you, you know, she actually was a shitty person, but then, and then, you know, like, you have a character played by Bill uh, Putnam, um, who is just, like, you know, like, he's, like, an old-school guy, and he's kind of misogynist, and you, and you have, like, Steve Carell, who's, like, as... Um, you know, Billy Jean says like he it's an act for him. Like he's just Is it Bill Pullman? What's his name? Fucking Bill Pullman. Whatever. Pullman? Those two guys. I he's never I was really confused. Bill They're Pullman. both good actors. You should respect the president of the United States. <laughs> I was about to say I was like, it's the president. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> They're both great actors named Bill. I respect both of them. But um Anyway, uh, yeah, but like you know, it's he he's actually like a sexist, whereas Bobby Riggs is just kind of like, ah, oh, I'm a male chauvinist, and it's just kind of kind of part of his stick. He's he's like a he's like a, it's like a three ring circus with this guy. It's kind of all this act and stuff, and and I really like how she's like, you know what, like this is fucking like it's business, and they manage to like stay friends and stuff like that throughout their whole lives. And I just wanted to kind of circle back to what you guys were talking about, her husband Larry King, and that is one of my favorite parts of the movie because I feel like. It, they do portray it at him and like the whole thing with Billie Jean and her coming to grips with her sexuality in like a realistic kind of like interesting way that doesn't like try and like cherry like you know tries and try to like smooth anything over and try and it's like yeah like you know she what she was doing this and like a worse movie would either make larry king a shitty dude or just kind of like have him just kind of disappear you know him be that classic baxter character but in this movie like you really feel for him like he's like a character you really do care about and he's long with her that whole way and and you know you feel bad for him and you are a little angry at her sometimes and and she's angry at herself she's like crying and stuff and and you know i i think that the mo the best moment that he has is when he's talking to you know, the hairdresser, I forget the character's name, but, um, and he's like, you know, we're both sideshows. Like, like we mm -hmm. neither, he's like, I'm not your competition. The real love of her life is tennis. Like, and he realizes that he's like, yeah, she might be, you know, fooled around this girl, but like, I've never been like her real love. Her real love has always been tennis. And, and I, I, I like that it does portray him as a complicated three dimensional figure who is there supporting her because the real larry king was a lot like that um you know i don't know too much about him there there's a little bit of controversy and stuff like that but um he did kind of he was kind of the one who introduced her to kind of like um you know women's lib and stuff like that um in the first place um so he he's a pretty cool guy um i really like that character you know in a worse movie he would have just been played by james martin and you know he would have like been gone <laughs> after the first act but yeah, I just, I, I really, like you said, Alan, sports biopics are, are fucking great. I love that tournament aspect. And, and I, yeah, just funny across the board, great performances. Um, cause it was, it is funny, but it does manage to have actual, a lot of weight to it. Both Emma Stone and Steve Carell did get nominated for best actor at the Golden Globes, best actor and actress at the Golden Globes. Um, unfortunately it didn't at the Oscars, but I think they absolutely like fucking killed it in this movie. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, one of, you know, uh, Alan, have, by the way, have you seen, um, the movie, um, what's it called? Um, uh, Foxcatcher. No, it's, it, but it has Steve Carell in it, right? Like they're like, a, it's mm -hmm. like a wrestling. Yeah. Kind it's, of 
it's another kind of like very sports dram- biopic. It's a dramatic movie. It's it's very yeah. dramatic. It's mm-hmm. like it was Steve Carell's kind of like first movie that was more dramatic because I think he is one of those actors who, you know, after like Forty Year Old Version and The Office came out, got really typecast for a while. Um, but he's kind of been breaking out of that with roles like this or Foxcatcher, um, you know, a lot of other stuff where he's kind of able to show this other side to him that, you know, he is a lot more, while I do, you know, appreciate those early comedic, like, roles that he played, I do appreciate the other things he's able to bring to the table that he might not be as well known for. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, if you, if you guys just, if anybody out there is listening, you just know him from the office or like, you know, from, you know, knocked up or whatever, like go ahead and check or, uh, well, not knock a 40 year old version, but yeah, just check this movie out because it is really good. Even if you're not a sports person, like Alan's not, I think this is a movie that really does work because it does tell a very human story. Like I'm a really big tennis fan. There's until the end, there's not really very much tennis at all in this, but it's still so gripping to me um emotionally and just like everything about it it's made me like when i first saw it like years ago i was like i knew a little bit about Jilly, billy jean king and i was like i've got to like find out way more about her i i just I, I i love this and i love just sports biopics in general like i think we talked about like a lot just they they work they they really work yeah yeah, yeah and honestly, going off of agree, yeah. yeah and going off of of um the Steve Carell talk. Um, yeah, essentially, if you're going, if you're basing your your idea on Steve Carell from like The Office, which I don't really care for, um, um, I I recommend actually just like there's a bunch of different movies that like he's been he's broken out of that that kind of type of character. I mean, like one of my favorite performances of his. Um, is Dan in Real Life, which was a fairly early um, movie after after Office. Two thousand seven. Yeah, two thousand seven. Um, that's actually one of my favorite performances of his. Um, so I would I would recommend that too. Um, of course, Emma Stone, you know, has besides this one has had a bunch of different movies that you know, besides the you know. Um, staple la la land you know you have like easy a and and all those different other movies that show her her chops and birdman and um so yeah so definitely like i i mean at least for the steve Carell, like he he is a uh you know an actor to be to to actually watch some real that that's created really some really good movies mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean i'm, I'm a huge like... emma stone fan <laughs> Oh yeah, dude, she she's great. I mean, yeah, like like Ariel said, Easy A, and then she's they just released the Corella trailer, and and so I'm, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of I'm kind of excited to see how she does in that because like mm-hmm. it, it I had I did not even know they were making a Corella film, mm-hmm. and when I saw that I didn't really get to watch the trailer very well. I just kind of saw some parts of it, and I was yeah. like, all right, I'm probably only going to see this because I missed him. Yeah, yeah. So that would, just, that's really just my only reason to watch. Sidebar. It. Sidebar with Koala, and people are saying, "Oh, it's a continuation of all these like redemption movies for for characters." I well, don't villains, think Koala, yeah. yeah, I don't think Koala is going to have it because Koala is like kind of like re- like renownedly even amongst like villains when it comes to villains, like kind of like she she was a really bad person who goes after puppies, you know, kind of yeah. thing. <laughs> so like, uh, 
Yeah, like I was telling you guys about like the twisted um Star Kids production of like she pops out is like a bunch like this medley with a bunch of different villains of like them saying like I was just wrong you know wrongfully viewed and stuff like that and she's like I just wanted pu- to make a coat out of puppies and they're like ew what's wrong with you so just that's my my tangent on Koala I really think that they're gonna just show her like descent into madness kind of thing so yeah she's like she's like the Joker. With like the villains, where like they have like the Injustice Society or something, and and like yeah. Lex Luthor and Cheetah and and all these villains are like, yeah, let's do this, and then the Joker's like, let me join in. They're like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> They're like, you can't be part of that. You're too crazy. That's Cruella is like yeah. Disney's Joker. They're like, you want to kill puppies? Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to see another like, oh, you know, Maleficent. She was actually nice. You know, I don't need to see any more of that shit. I and so I'm really hoping, yeah, what you guys are saying is right, and that it's just like Emma Stone being fucking evil. Like I would, I'm so down for that. You know, because um, mm-hmm. I really am usually not a fan of the Disney remakes. Um, I'm just kind of like they don't need to exist. But if it does manage to actually do something different, um, then I will be excited for it. I I enjoyed the Maleficent films. I mean, they're they're fun popcorn movies just to watch. I I really liked the first half a lot of the first one when she was actually kind when of she evil. was like evil, and then when yeah. she started being like redeemed, I was like, all right, because I was root for the villain. So I'm like, oh, okay, I guess that's cool. But <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I'm always down to watch these like villain films too. Fuck it. Yeah. Before we completely wrap up, since we were talking about sports biopics. If you guys were going to make like a sports biopic or just a biopic in general, what would you do you have any idea what you would want to make it on? Like what story, what person or what story? OJ Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> the bro came in with the OJ Simpson. That's, That's already been made, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I would think like I um, trying to think. Of. I could I could go first if I if you guys want let's take first yeah go ahead. I, I'm gonna be real I probably don't know like yeah. I I'm like I'm not a sports guy I only tune into soccer every four years for the World Cup so that's yeah. the most sports I get so go for it I mean if I had to make one I'm a really big fan of Andy Roddick the ten- so another tennis would be another tennis one and I really became a fan of his um, in the 2009 Wimbledon match against Roger Federer. And for some background for people who don't really know tennis that well, Andy Roddick was like this great American tennis player. He won his first Open in 2003. And then right after he won his first Open, like Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal came on the scene. And those guys just like won every major for like 20 fucking years. And like eventually Novak Djokovic started too. And it was like nobody else could win anything. Until 2009... Andy Roddick, who's he's the only one that won U.S. Open. He's never won Wimbledon, which is the one, the one Open that's more prestigious than, than U.S. Open is Wimbledon. He's finally, after like years of being like second, third fiddle to Roger Federer, his ultimate rival, he plays the greatest match of his life. He actually outplays Roger Federer. He wins more points, but he ends up losing the match. And it's just like such a heartbreaking beautiful story that like it's just i think it would be really good just kind of like this ultimate movie about like almost getting there and just like trying your hardest and and still like not letting it destroy you and like i I, it would just be really cool um and i think you know he's not the tennis player he's not the tennis player that like basically throw fits is he 
kind of bald no, one. No, that's John McEnroe you're thinking of. I, I okay. love John right. too. And I need to see Borg versus McEnroe, another tennis movie um, where Shia LaBeouf plays him, and that's perfect yeah. fucking casting, honestly. Um, I need to see that movie, but yeah. Um, I, uh, but yeah, um, so like, like you said, Alan, it's kind of like, a, like Rocky, but, you know, for real life and for tennis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, I, 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 even though it's still early, you know, after his, his tragic death, I wouldn't want to do it like now, but in the future, like, yeah, like a Kobe Bryant, it'll probably happen eventually. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, like one of, like, I think it was, um, I can't remember what podcast. Um, oh, it was the, our, our Patreon, um, where we were talking about like our favorite things of, of the year. And, um, for me, I said, I said, one of my favorite things was the last season and like, just to, like similar to, to what Derek had said about that kind of story to just like there's so many stories like that in in sports yeah, history about the, the last dance the last dance sorry yeah the last dance and there's just like finding that kind of story I mean like some of the best um you know sports movies like like remember the Titans and uh, sports biopics and things like that it just been like kind of like that yeah that fighting against hardship and stuff um i mean like in recent history no she might she'll probably go down in history and tennis is like in um naomi um osaka and like probably like yeah like her coming through and especially like probably that that her first win against venus who who who, um or serena who was her you know her her idol and stuff like that that Mm -hmm. probably would make a really good movie and stuff yeah 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 for sure that'd be cool Mm-hmm. All right, any anything from you, Alan, or do you want to just uh, have me re- wrap this up? I think, <laughs> I think <laughs> hilariously enough, I think there was a World Cup where there was this whole I can't remember, it was like Mexico, I can't remember who Mexico was playing, mm-hmm. but it became like this Mexican meme kind of for a while. I don't know if you guys remember, people were like, no, era penal, no fue penal, it was a penalty <laughs> or whatever, and it was like this whole thing where like. There was a penalty or something like that, you know. Correct me if I'm wrong, you know, listeners. And, and like, I just remember every like Mexican fan like could not get over it for like even after the World Cup was over, like Mexico fucking got eliminated pretty like fairly, you know, maybe midway. Mm-hmm. But it was such a big deal. It was such a scandal. That everybody was so fucking upset about it that they're like, no, fuck, I would go to parties and people are like drunk as hell. And then someone <laughs> just brings up, hey, what about the World Cup? No, fuck, <laughs> all this fucking shit. And, like, it was pretty hilarious. So I think I'd like to see like a biopic uh, of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh, no, some <laughs> other ones that. Some other ones that huh? popped into my head. I, that, some other ones that popped into my head. Actually, I think both came out of the 28. 28- 20 2008 olympics i mean you have like you could definitely do a movie on phelps's 2008 olympics i mean like being the one of the most decorated um olympians in one year um so you could do that would make that would probably make a really good movie especially like that coming off of like the cusp of that it shouldn't have been a controversy but it was a controversy of him like at a party smoking weed and stuff like that and like him kind of like overcoming that 
that image and stuff and but and also also real um, fast, let me say oh, yeah. about michael phelps like he's really an inspirational figure because he's like been yeah. super like like promoting like mental health and like mm-hmm. you know like you know yeah. talking to a therapist and stuff like that you see him on all those commercials yeah. like he's like hey you know like i'm michael phelps and i have a therapist so like he's barely normalized mm-hmm. that and destigmatized a lot of that and i think that's really important yeah and i mean i think i think like you know it, it, it comes out of that and I mean, like I would definitely, you know, like mental health is is a year long, year not year lifetime thing. Um, so that probably has it would had played a factor in in you know that kind of time and stuff like that. Um, but also the I think it was the two thousand eight um women's gymna- gymnastics um that essentially like they were kind of like coming in as like kind of underdogs against like China and stuff. And I remember like, and it was hosted in China, the 2008 Olympics. Um, and then them essentially coming and sweeping um, the women's yeah. gymnasts with like, she had Simone. Yeah. Bailey. Yeah. Biles. Yeah. Biles. Yeah. There's uh-huh. okay. So there's some shady shit that it actually was going on behind the scenes in that, um, that, um, I would recommend there's actually a really good podcast um, about that that ESPN 30 for 30 did um, about like the women's Olympic team. Um, I would say check that out. So it's not it's, you know, more of a like a, you know, a docu uh, podcast than, you know, a biopic. But yeah, I think that could be interesting. Um, it would, you know, but it, you know, it would have to touch on some intense, bigger issues. Uh, like what? Know, what, on like the sexual team? abuse and stuff like that. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was going on. That was really shady behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, uh, I I think that would be in, definitely like a hard hitting, interesting movie for sure. Mm-hmm. But on that note, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know that was uh, you know thank you guys for checking this movie out. I'm I'm glad you know you guys each took something away from it, and you know Alan, I'm glad I'm getting you to kind of like. You know, I know you're not a big sports guy, but I'm glad you do see like like sports. Like I always say, like baseball movies are way better than actual baseball. And so, like I think sports biopics worse for the same reasons because baseball's baseball. like I, I know you love baseball, I like but baseball. like I I love baseball movies. I'm not a baseball <laughs> fan. Like Moneyball is the fucking shit. But like, um, but anyway, like I'm I'm glad I'm you know getting you to see the light on these sports movies, Alan. But uh, um, you know, thanks everybody for uh, listening out there um, to our podcast. If you you can give us a rating of five stars. That'd be awesome. Just, you know, or subscribe to us. We do a couple other podcasts. Um, I do one called Gateway Episodes. Uh, and Ariel does one um, called You've Never Seen. Um, and if you guys are interested at all, uh, you know, we do have a Patreon. If you want to just throw us a dollar a month, you know, fill out of your pocket, you wouldn't notice it, you know, and you feel comfortable giving us that same amount of money. Uh, just dollar a month on Patreon and there's we got some bonus podcasts including like we were talking about we had a top five movies of 2020 but yeah it was it was good talking about this with you guys um, I'm glad it, I liked talking about the big swings but I'm la- glad that the last couple movies we've done have kind of been more low key and down to earth and just kind of like more chilled movies you know we did this and we did this is where you leave you so it's kind of nice to kind of do something go back and kind of do a different thing in the last couple of movies that I've had a lot of fun with Definitely. I think um, what I'm planning on doing, because the next one's going to be my pick, I kind of want to do a film that I haven't seen personally, like, because I'm kind of going through my whole film- filmography and like the thing is I like, I like what I like and I'm like, not all of it's really underrated and some of it's like, 
probably not good. But <laughs> some of it, I'm like, you know what? Like, I have a, a big list. And, like, um, Battle of the Sexes, like, I have a massive queue. And it was there. It was one of those films where I was like, if it's on TV or somehow I end up watching it, I'll watch it. It was just one of those where I was like, it's not immediate. So mm-hmm. I think what I'm going to do is kind of be like um, Bobby Riggs and kind of just take a gamble on a, <laughs> on, a, on, a, on, a, on a film that I that I have on my queue and kind of look into it and be like, all right, people say this is underrated. Again, listeners out there, like, please give us suggestions. Please throw out what you think is underrated. Like, we, we really appreciate it. We love hearing from you guys. And definitely, I, w- I would love to watch a recommendation from you guys. I mean, that'd be awesome having a week of a, a listener's recommendation. So, yeah, definitely help us out a little bit, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. if, you, if you can, donate to the Patreon, throw out some recommendations, and, and we'll be more than happy to watch your stuff. Yeah, I mean, you get, we appreciate you guys just donating your time because we know that's really mm-hmm. valuable, too, and listening. And, you know, yeah, you want to throw out recommendations, we, we would love to hear them. But uh, yeah, um, that's that's it for me, I guess. I'll see you guys in another life. Bye. Thanks for being amazing.